What is going on, you guys? We are the greatest podcast on turf. Back with our second podcast exclusive episode of the week. I'm Anthony. Ryan. Week five NFL predictions. I have the I am in second place in our season long bet. Out of two. Forty wins and twenty four losses. And Ryan is forty three and twenty one. No. Sixty four games. Forty three and twenty one is sixty four. I I got sixty six somehow in that math, but nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't forget to uh, rate the podcast on whatever you're listening to us on. More or not, it's Apple Music. We have like eighty seven percent of our listeners are through Apple, nice. and to get monetized, we need Spotify listens. So go ahead and download Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> If you want the first three people that message me, I will add you on my Spotify family premium plan. Because <laughs> I have like three spots left. So, um, we'll show you the greatest uh, podcast on turf collaborative playlist. Yeah, <laughs> the greatest playlist on turf. Yeah, Good for multiple occasions. Washington versus Chicago. This happened last night, but it is happening tomorrow night when we record this. It's currently Wednesday, October 4th at 8.15 p.m., which I forgot to say in the other video for Best Bets that we already recorded that's dropping yesterday. Yeah. Or no, this is dropping the same day as Best Bets. Sure. So that's, that would it mean matter. this is out point, Friday. Just run it. Yeah, Washington, Chicago. Who do you like and why? So... When you initially read out this game to me, you said Washington at Chicago, and I took Chicago in that matter. However, you then re-corrected it, re-did it, and it was Chicago at Washington. That led me to take Washington. I think this game can go either way. Uh, Chicago, I like Chicago more just because they have Jay Fields, but Washington's a better football team at the end of the day. I, th- I feel like this game could be a high score. I think that this is going to be like, a Thursday night football masterclass. As in 13 to 10 or as in 35 to 28? As in 41 35. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's what I feel like of just, and it won't be good offense. It'll just be bad defense. And you'll just yeah. be like, what, what am I the watching? Fuck? Yeah. Like a fever dream. Yeah. So it's going to be, you know, kind of whoever has the ball last and whoever you trust more. And I guess give me Washington in that matter. Yeah. I took Washington. Because they're the home team. Okay, next up. But no, well, I want to talk about it, too. Oh. Well, you got to cut me off. I can't. Because you opinion, said because they're the home team. Does my opinion not matter? Usually when you say because they're the home team, that's just next up. <laughs> does my opinion not matter? Yes. Next up. Buffalo, oh, Jacksonville. Okay. No, because my opinion doesn't matter. So I'm going to let Ryan talk, and I'll just read off the games, and I will just be like... I'll be the um like the foundation, and you'll just eat, and you'll do everything. I'll be like the offensive line. They play good and get no credit. So I'm like Stephen A. and your Molly right now. <laughs> All right, sounds All right. Good. <laughs> um, but yeah, in terms of Washington, again, I think it's gonna be a high score. Next up, we got Buffalo, technically the home team, in London, versus the Jags. But we all know the Jags are the home team in London. What? So I, I told you what I said, Matt Kelly, yeah. right? Just to like to yeah. catch him in his act. He said, We're in the same area. What's it going to take to get Kamara? Like, <laughs> we're not in the same area. <laughs> Dude, what area do you think I am? <laughs> where, where am I at? Uh, just, no, just say send a counter. Just say, because that's, that's how you'll get him in the group chat. That, send him a counter. But Buffalo Jacksonville. 
You got the Buffalo Bills that are traveling out of the country all the way across the little pond to London, where the Jags are settled and they've been there. This is their second week there. But you have a Buffalo Bills team that's playing out of their mind offensively. They're playing out of their mind defensively. They did just lose their best corner and arguably their best defensive player in Tredavious White. It sounds like Von Miller's playing this week, which is good for them. He said on his podcast, he was like, if I'm a betting man, you'll see me in London. So, That's what you, Calvin Ridley said before he got suspended. <laughs> <laughs> I look at it two ways. I could see this being a Buffalo blowout. I see this multiple ways. Buffalo blowout. I see this being a defensive battle. Or I see a classic shootout. I mean, yes, Buffalo did just lose Trey White. They're getting Von Miller back. Their offense has been playing out of their mind. But on the other side of things, I know this isn't as big as getting Von Miller back, but the Jags are getting Cam Robinson back off of his suspension. So that helps out the O-line. And I just the Jags' offense has been clicking. They, I know week one they looked really good, but then the last week after that they kind of took a step back and they've been trying to get their groove back. I think that this is going to be... Now that I think about it, I wish I didn't say sit T-Law, but I'll stand on it. Um, I think this is going to be a good game. I did pick Buffalo to win the game just because at the end of the day, I think they have the better offense. And if it comes down to it, I think they'll be able to, for a game-winning drive, I think they'll be able to drive down the field quick and get it done. And just Buffalo has all the momentum in the world. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Jags squeeze this one out. It's two very good teams, two of the AFC's finest. But I think it's going to be a really good game. It sucks that it's on at 9.30 a.m. Hopefully I'll catch it before I go to the pumpkin patch. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) (coughs) But, yeah, I like Buffalo in this one. Yeah, so for me, (coughs) it can go a couple ways. It could be a good football game. Uh, It could be the Jacksonville Jaguars show up and destroy them because that's just like the Jacksonville thing to do. You lose to the Texans one week. You look like shit against Atlanta. Then you just destroy Buffalo. And it wouldn't surprise me. No. Maybe it was a, Atlanta was almost a trap game. Yeah. Um, it could also be Buffalo just destroys them. Them being at, in London again, I'm not sure if it's going to help or hurt them. I know that you can say like they're not fresh off the plane like Buffalo is. However, they've been in a place that isn't their home necessarily for over a week now. So... That might take into effect. Like, yeah. Nothing's the same. So, I, and they, they could be sleepy because of that, and Buffalo could roll. I'm taking Buffalo at the end of the day. And, uh, I mean, I, I would say I'm excited to watch it, but it won't even be on TV because the NFL sucks. But. Yeah, I think, what is it, on Prime Video? Or, like, it's, ESPN uh, dude, Plus or something? I hate it. Saints at New England. What an ugly, gross game. Are the I mean, Saints still a top-four team in the NFC? Who's in the NFC? I mean... Cowboys, Eagles... 49ers. With a hundred percent healthy Derek Carr, yeah. But Derek Carr playing on an injured throwing shoulder. I thought it was the other one. No, I think it's just throwing shoulder because he couldn't throw a deep ball to save his life. Well, Baker fell off when he hurt his other shoulder. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, it makes sense because Alvin Kamara had thirteen targets, <laughs> and that doesn't happen. Chris Olave had six, and they couldn't connect on any of the deep shots. Right shoulder. So that is. He's the righty. With a fully healthy right. Derek Carr, New Orleans is a top four team in the NFC. Detroit's right there. Seattle's starting to get it together. But again, at the same time, it's not saying much because 
that conference is really bad. It's so top-heavy compared to the AFC where it's kind of like through and through. Like, you have solid teams. But I took New England in this one. Why? Partially because they're the home team. Derek Carr is still banged up. He shouldn't have played last week. Yeah. New England's just terrible. Their secondary's banged up. They traded for J.C. Jackson, who's got a warrant out for his arrest in L.A. Christian Gonzalez is done for the year. Matthew Judon's probably done for the year. That's our two best defensive players out the window, done for the year. Mac Jones is terrible, and it's finally coming into fruition because I was right. I said he would not make it past his rookie contract. I said he's a career backup. He's terrible. I think New England wins this one just because they are the home team, and I think Derek Carr's shoulder injury, I think it's really going to affect New Orleans until he can get back to 100%. They have a competent backup in Jameis. I don't know why they didn't play Jameis last week and let Carr sit for even this week and just let Jameis cook for two weeks. But I took New England. This is going to be an ugly game. The over-under is 40. That tells you all you need to know. It's going to be an ugly, sloppy, defensive game. But I think New England pulls it out at the end of the day. I took the Saints in this one. Uh, defense travels, and Mac Jones looked horrible last week. I don't think he Mac has. Mac Jones has looked horrible every week. I don't think he has a redemption week in him. I think the Saints are going to be able to bottle him up. I. On paper, I don't see how either team scores. Saints have more firepower on offense and if Derek Carr is just a little bit better than he was last week I think that they should meet him no problem Anthony how down bad are you a running back I'm trying to find someone to drop for Kareem Hunt it's gotta be you're picking up Kareem Hunt you know my my running back situation sucks Kareem Hunt sucks Tennessee and Indy I'm gonna be honest here Tennessee's probably gonna win this game they won the last five, like Anthony mentioned on the Best Bet video. They're probably the better team. However, you don't be 43-21, and 21, you know, by taking the favorites all the time. You got you to gotta step it up a little bit. You know what I mean? So I'm going to take Indy here. I'm going to rock with Ann Rich. And that's what we're going to go with. I believe in my boy. And, you know, is this emotional? A little bit. LeBron. <laughs> Give me Indy, give me Amrich, give me Michael Pittman, Josh Downs, and Alec Pierce. KJ baby. Hamler is in Denver now. That's why I picked him up in Dynasty. He's not in Denver. He's in Indianapolis. For real? Well, yeah, because Denver released him because he had like a medical condition, and they said they were going to sign him back, and then he signed to the Colts practice squad. He said, I won't be there no more. <laughs> fucking blame him. <laughs> I mean, I guess Marvin Mims kind of emerging didn't really help his case, so yeah. it's like... Give me Indy. I took Tennessee. The Titans are 5-0 and against the Colts in their last five games. Someone's got to give. They're due. <laughs> <laughs> this is an ugly game. The Titans are terrible. This is beautiful. I love it. It's this. like, I want to see... I was thinking about it on my way home from school today. I want to see Will Levis play so bad, just to see what he's got. But Tannehill's not playing bad enough to the point where it's justifiable to be like, all right, Will Levis, go. I feel like a lot of fans want backup quarterbacks in to see what they got. But the coaches see what they have during practice. So if you're just that bad to the point where you can't even get in to see what you got, you're bad. and You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. But at the same time, you're a team like the Texans who's like a fringe – or the Titans that are a fringe playoff team – it's like if Tannehill's not playing, if not, if he's not shit in the bed, and you're still winning games and games that you're not supposed to win. It's like why, 
give him the shot. You see what I'm saying? But there's a chance that Royal Levis at practice is just awful. Yes, but it's more likely that it's just Tannehill's not playing bad enough to get benched. Yeah, see the vision, but... I took the Titans in this one. They're 5-0 against the Colts. Colts are coming off a heartbreaker. Although I could see a Titans regression, and I do see a world where the Colts win just because the Titans somehow beat the Bengals 27-3 last week. Yeah. But I took the Titans in this one. Next up, Baltimore-Pittsburgh. You got a Ravens team that's getting healthier. Ronnie Stanley was back in practice this week, and he practiced today along with Odell and Rashad Bateman. And you got a Steelers team with your starting quarterback who sucks with a deep bone bruise in his knee. I went with the Baltimore Ravens in this one. The Ravens are at Pittsburgh. Again, these teams are notorious when they play outside of the few anomalies where it's like 41-33 or like 35-28. You get the 14-10s and the 21-17s in the boring games. I don't see that happening in this one. I think the Ravens are actually pretty good, and I think that they're going to get more dangerous the more healthy they get. I mean, we've seen a healthy Mark Andrews has been dominant since he's been back. Lamar's looked pretty good. The O-line has had some injuries, but they're getting their best, highest-paid offensive lineman back. They're getting their more depth at the receiver room back, which only helps Zay Flowers. And the Steelers really aren't that good. Their defense sucks outside of their front four and Minka. <laughs> Cam's hurt, so... Cam Hayward's got her week one. It's really just T.J. Watt. It's T.J. Watt and Minka. So, it's like, I think the Ravens win this one. I think they do cover the four-point spread. They're four-point favorites. I think the Ravens win this one, and I think Pittsburgh is just... They need change. Their offensive line coach has to get fired. They need to fire Matt Canada years ago. So, that's where I'm at with it. I think the Ravens win. Yeah, I took the Ravens in this one. Um... I'm not too worried about Pittsburgh. I think that their team isn't really what we thought it would be coming into the season. And Baltimore, I mean, they haven't looked the best. They look like a John Harbaugh football team. But I think that they handle business against Pittsburgh, a team that's obviously struggling, especially on the offensive side of the ball. So give me Lamar, especially with the guys coming back healthy, Ronnie Staley and them. So give me B more in this one. Next up, we've got Carolina traveling to Detroit. I took Detroit. They're the home team. They're just a better team. Carolina. I'm not too worried about Carolina at all. I don't think they're all that. And Detroit's the better. They're a playoff team. So give me Detroit. Yeah. Um, I took Detroit as well. I don't think this is a. I think this is a bad matchup for Carolina. Miles Sanders is battling an injury. Carolina's in a weird spot. The Carolina Panthers. Traded away pretty much their future to get Bryce Young, who hasn't looked that good as I anticipated, like I always do, and I'm right. And they're in the market for receiver one, which I don't know what that means. It sounds like Brian Burns is a top trade candidate. They want Hollywood. By the trade deadline? They want T. Higgins. They want Hollywood. They want T. Higgins, and they want to pay T. Higgins whatever he wants. (laughs) Or they want DJ Moore. (laughs) But nah, I took Detroit in this one. Detroit's riding the hot hand. They're only getting better. They're only getting healthier. Jamison Williams is coming back. Dan Campbell already said he's going to be on a snap count. As expected, they got to see what he's got. He's been away from the team for a while. He's been away from football for a while. I think Detroit wins this one. I think they win it big. Yeah, next up, we got Houston traveling to Atlanta. 
This is also another one of those 50-50 games that I'm really not sure how it can go. I took Atlanta in this one because he's Kevin. Like, he's just blatantly lying. How? I'm just going to say how. I don't <laughs> yeah, get it. He's literally lying. Um, but give me Atlanta in this one. I think that they're going to be able to run the ball. Houston's been playing good, and I respect what Houston's been doing. But I kind of think it falls off a little bit this week. They come back down to earth a little bit. I still believe in the future trajectory of Houston, but Atlanta's probably the better team as of right now, so <coughs> give me them this week. I took the Texans. I think the Texans are a better team. I know Atlanta's defense is good, but Atlanta doesn't have a quarterback. Their number four overall pick tight end, Kyle Pitts, is getting outplayed and outsnapped and outperformed by John Smith. Drake London's gone under 35 yards in three of the four games this year. He is an extremely touchdown-dependent player. I think that D'Amico Ryans and the Texans are going to scheme it up to where they make Desmond Ritter throw the ball, and we all know that doesn't end well. The Falcons have scored seven and six points in games this year. The other games, they've only scored 20. They're down there with the Patriots, who are averaging 13 points a game. I'm not buying it. Give me the Texans. I do kind of like the over in this game. It's sneaky. The Texans have proved they can score a lot of points, and I think if it comes down to it, Atlanta will, will if they need to. But I also think the Texans plus two. I think it's good, good odds. Good team is the underdog. C.J. Stroud is playing like a top 10 quarterback. He's got 1,200 yards, six touchdowns, and no interceptions through the first six games this week. Six games this year. I like the Texans in this one, and I think Atlanta's poverty, and they suck. He said he knew you were going to put it in a group chat. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Uh, next up... Giants traveling to Miami. I don't think we're going to touch on it too no, much. No, Miami. Miami ain't any close. Yeah. Next up, we got Cincy traveling to Arizona. I think Cincy bounces back this week. I know Arizona's been playing everybody tough, but I don't think they're as good as that. And, you know, I probably should consider it's four weeks and they beat Dallas. But I think Cincy knows they need to win this week going into the bye next week. And I think they do that. I think they take care of business. I think Joe Burrow looks back. I think since he looks back, if you want to buy since he players, the time is now. Yeah. Or the bye week, but yeah. I got Cincy in this one. Yeah, um, I, I like Cincy as well. It's not close. Must win game for Cincy. Joey B said it in, the, in an interview today. He said it's a must win. They got to win. Like Ryan said, Joe Burrow's back to feeling 100%. He said it's the best he's felt since he tweaked his calf in training camp. I think the Bengals win this one. I think they're back, and something's got to give for the Cardinals, and it's this week. I think it's a big Cincy win. Next up. Philly Rams. Now, honestly, on paper, it should be a Philly block, but I think this is going to be a good game. You got the Eagles, who are coming off a tough overtime barely win to the Commanders. Rams are coming off a tough overtime win versus the Colts. The over-under set at 50.5. The Eagles are 4.5-point favorites. I think the Eagles win this one. I took Philly, but I think the Rams might be able to hang with them. It really just comes down to can their O-line give Matt Stafford four seconds to throw the ball for the play to develop. The Eagles, the Eagles' pass defense has been very bad. Slay and Bradbury look like they've regressed a ton. Them losing Avante Maddox has really hurt them, surprisingly, because Josh Job is seeing time, and he's kind of getting picked on. Washington picked on him all last week, whether it was he was on McLaurin or Dotson. They were picking on him. And I think Sean McVay is a smart and good enough coach to realize the Eagles' pass defense is weak. They're weak at safety, they're weak at linebacker, and their corners have regressed. I think the Rams are going to attack the middle of the field this week. I think they're going to try and get their quick receivers in space. Cooper Cup is back. He's at a full week of practice so far. Again, it's only Wednesday and we're recording this. He's at a full week of practice, unlimited. He's been full all, all systems go. 
I think the Rams can hang. The over-under is 50.5. I like the over in this one. I think the Eagles win, but I think the Rams are going to pick them apart a little bit on offense, despite the Eagles' D-line being good and getting to Matt Stafford quick. So give me Philly, but I think the Rams can kind of keep it close. I'm taking Philly in this one also. I I kind of don't think they keep it too close. I think that this Philly D-line gets to Matt Stafford. Cooper Cup coming back. I mean, I, it hurt. It helps him in the future. I think it might hurt him this game because they might try to overforce, overfeed him the ball. He's not going to be himself. He's not going to be up to game speed. And I think Philly would take advantage of that. I think Philly would be able to run the ball. And I don't see how the Rams can stop this offense. However, I do think that the Philly D-line gets pressure. And give me Philly in this one at the end of the day. Next game, it's disgusting. Yeah, at the like... start of the season, this game had a bunch of hype because these teams were talking shit. Jets yeah. at Denver. Fuck, I want to change mine. I took the Jets. I took Denver, and I guess I got to stick with it because I already wrote it down. I see a world where the Broncos win, but at the same time, you got a Jets that kind of have to win. They're coming off a heartbreaker to Kansas City where Zach Wilson actually looked good. He arguably had his best career game. The Broncos' defense is historically bad, but at the end of the day... The Jets are probably going to win this game. I took Denver for whatever reason. This is a gross, ugly game. Zach Wilson versus Russell Wilson and the Broncos. I think that this is the last year we're going to see all the Broncos together. I think Sean Payton does not like anyone on the team. The way he <laughs> talks about him in the media. And I think the Jets win it. But I took Denver for whatever reason when I wrote it down. Yeah, this Denver team, I mean, they need to figure it the hell out. Probably find their new identity. With Jaleel McLaughlin. Nick Benito. Nick Benito. Pat Sertain. Ronnie Perkins. <laughs> Ronnie Perkins. Uh, is he in Denver now? Yeah, he is. Huh, I guess the Patriots did cut him. Yeah. I know he was on our practice squad. I found him on Twitter. Hmm. Um, Chiefs at Vikings. Give me the Chiefs in this one. I don't believe in the Vikings. I think the Vikings suck. I don't care what the spread is. Give me the Chiefs. Yeah, I like the Chiefs in this one. I think the four-point spread is very generous to Minnesota. I think the Chiefs are pissed off because Mahomes got outdueled by Zach Wilson and they barely beat the Jets, who are terrible. Um, I don't think the Vikings' defense has anything close to be able to stop in Kelsey and Mahomes and the whole entire Chiefs' offense. I think Isaiah Pacheco's in for a big day. I think the Chiefs as a whole are in a big day. Or Chiefs as a whole are in for a big day. Yeah, Minnesota can score points, but... Minnesota is going to have the score on every single possession they have the ball, and this is probably the best defense Mahomes has ever had with him in Kansas City. So I don't think they're going to do it. I like the Chiefs in this one, and I think they win big. Next up, we got Dallas and Sam Fran, and I think that this game could be a good one. I think that Dallas, Sam Fran's going to have success running the ball with McCaffrey, especially on the outsides. I don't think that. They do too good, like, on the interior. I think Dallas kind of beefed that up. But I think that there is a kind of a hole when looking at the outside of the um, outside on Micah Parsons' end or on whoever the other edge rusher is. Because of the way we play, it's very aggressive. Micah Parsons is very aggressive. And these guys can get out of the run lanes really, really quick. And it can cause for, big, for some big holes. And Lane Vanderish isn't the fastest guy in the world. He's like an 86-speeder. Maybe like 85, 86. And he lost a couple because he's slow as ever now. The Moon Clark is fast. But, you know, he's still young. This is tech, kind of his rookie year, essentially. He was in the league last year, but yeah. he was coming off of a nerve injury. Yeah. Or, uh, it was a similar injury to um, Jalen Smith had when Dallas drafted him. Yeah. 
So like both back injuries. I don't know. Yeah. But, well, I know Jalen Smith with his knee, but it was a similar probably missed the season injury when you draft him is what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so Dallas has a weakness when you're running on the outsides, and I think the Christian McCaffrey is going to have some success there. And I think for Dallas, the success is probably going to come from I don't know. Like we really haven't seen the Cowboys offense yet. Yeah. And, you know, there's only one game where we should have seen them. The other games, it really doesn't matter. I think that the passing game needs it is and will step it up. You have CeeDee Lamb, Cooks, and Gallup. And, you know, you have Pollard. The offensive line, I think, is getting back healthy. Tyron Smith and Zach Martin practice today. That's good. And they haven't really – the offensive line hasn't played together yet this season. And probably 10 games since the last – like, it's, yeah. been, it's been like 10 games at least since they played together. So if they get Tyron Smith, Tyler Smith, Zach Martin, Tyler Biedas, and Terrence Steele, it looks a lot better. I think Dallas is going to hang in. Dallas has a really good defense. Yeah. And it's just, Christian McCaffrey's going to have to do his thing. Ayuk's a baller, but I think that the Cowboys can kind of hold him up. Kittle, I don't think, does too much. Yeah. I mean, with the Niners. I took the, I took Dallas, though, just to be a homer. Yeah. I took the Niners in this one. The Niners, though, it's tough. Because with the Niners offense, you're going to see Christian McCaffrey eat every game. Yeah. Nothing but, you can do. Yeah, nothing new. But otherwise, it's really only one of them that'll eat along with him. Like, it's either going to be Kittle, Ayuk, Kittle or Ayuk or Debo. It's been Ayuk when he's healthy. Yeah. Or even an Eli Mitchell. I know he's had some games this season so far. I think the Niners win this one. The Niners have had the upper hand on Dallas in recent memory, the past two years, playoffs when they've played each other. I think the Niners win this one. I think it's going to be a chess match between Shanahan and I'm not even going to say Mike McCarthy because he sucks, but Dan Quinn calling the defense. I think it's going to be a defensive battle. I think the Niners win it, though. I think McCarthy's been a better play caller than Kellen Moore. I don't know if that's saying anything at all. It's not, but I understand what you're saying, and I see why you say that because it's the truth, but it's really not saying anything. Yeah. Uh, finally, we got Packers at Vegas. Monday I took, night. I took, I took Packers. I took Green Bay. I wanted to take Vegas. Because I think Vegas is due, but the Packers are coming off a big loss, man. And they've looked pretty good. And they've had 13, 14, 11 days off. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Vegas is coming off a tough one to the Chargers. Jimmy G, hopefully he's back healthy. But, yeah, it's going to wrap this one up. Be sure to check out all our other uploads from this week, and we'll see you guys next time. Later.